This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and joining me as usual is my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our our co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, Now, listeners out there, if at any point during today's show you want to get a little bit more information about what we're chatting about today, make sure to give us a call right away at 715-355-4445, or you can, of course, go to our website, retire retirewithbushka.com that's retirewithbushka.com and make sure you check out the radio page as well as the tv show page on the website we've got a couple of recent episodes listed on there so you can check out some of those resources we also have a ton of other really great stuff on our website we've got examples of some of the reports that we run for our clients uh, when they go through our initial process uh, or come in for a second opinion We've got all sorts of other information on there as well, so make sure you check that out. And of course, if you'd like to schedule a complimentary, uh, no-obligation consultation, you can click that yellow Book Now button that appears throughout the website, or you can call right now at 715-355-4445 to schedule in our Wausau or Eau Claire office, or of course, we could uh, schedule a virtual meeting as well. Now, everybody likes to make a buck, right? And and I know for most of us, uh, we don't have much of a choice. We have to put enough money in our pocket to pay our bills every month, right? So we get up every day and we head off to our job, happy to do an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. But alas, not everyone thinks that way. In reality, there are a ton of financial con artists out there just waiting to rip off good and honest people. And some of their schemes are super complex, and some of them are so simple, it's amazing they ever get away with it. So on today's show, we're going to take a look at some of the most common financial scams and what you can do to protect yourself from them. But before we venture into the world of financial scams, let's make sure to say hello to everybody here with me today, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing this morning? Well, I'm, I, I want to say I'm mildewing, but I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm doing well. Uh, I've had a great week, actually. Um, just been super busy. Uh, and I just, you know, I love it. I love the cool weather. I don't like it when it's cold, but I love it when it's cool. So fall's the perfect time of year for me. Um, otherwise, it just, you know, uh, keeping at it. How about you guys? Sue, how have you been? What's going on over there? Oh, I'm doing really good, but I don't know where the fall is. I mean, we, we, we've got 20 degree temps here at night. You know, it's ridiculous. So it's it's fall winter went, already. What, yeah, yeah. It went from summer to winter. That's not good. Yeah. That's never well, I good. Did, I did see a couple of flurries the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was kind of cute this morning. My little four-year-old grandson spent the night and 
he gets up in the morning. He goes, oh, my goodness. Look at there's frosting on on there's frosting on the deck. <laughs> frosting on the deck. Frosting, frosting on the deck. Frosting on the deck. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds that like so a, a good name for an alternative rock band record. Frosting on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, yeah. So it's been a little. Deck. Yeah, it's been a little chilly here. That's yeah. for sure. That's cute. I'm 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 gonna remember that one. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. How about you, Cole? What's going on? Not a ton, you know. Just uh, been working and uh, not necessarily loving the weather, but uh, you know, nothing I can do about it. Unfortunately, I'm stuck here, so might as well just uh, grin and bear it, as they say, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And so, uh, so you know, our subject today, you know, protecting our money from scams. I think yeah. I think that's a good one. Uh, it's uh, you know, like a lot of people listening out there. I've seen all the news stories about people getting taken for thousands of dollars, and uh, my heart just drops into my stomach. I, I think it's despicable and terrible uh, that there are people out there that take advantage like that, and especially uh, that they target seniors. And, you know, first, you, I'm upset that somebody would do that to a fellow human being, but uh, then I, I start thinking, could I fall for that kind of thing? Because I, I have had relatives and friends that have gotten taken and lost a lot of money. So this is a good topic to revisit and talk about today. Uh, What do you have for us first, Sue? Well, there was a National Council um, on Aging article entitled uh, Top 10 Financial Scams Targeting Seniors, and it really has some terrific information. Now, at the outset, the article notes that according to the FBI, seniors lose more than $3 billion every year to con artists. And it's not just wealthy seniors who are targeted. I mean, there's low-income older folks that are just as likely to fall prey into these scams. And don't think it's always strangers committing these crimes. More than 90% of reported elder abuse, which includes financial crimes, they are committed by a family member. Yikes. That's that's terrible. And those are jarring facts. I mean, what's the first common scam that we want to talk about today? Well, the the government imposter scam is probably one of the most common ones around. Uh, Now, in this particular one, the scammer calls their target and pretends to be from something like the IRS or the Social Security Administration or Medicare or or some other government administration. And they may tell you that you have unpaid taxes and they're going to arrest you if you don't pay up. Or they may suggest that your Social Security or Medicare benefits are about to be cut off unless you provide some personal information. And some fraudsters are so sophisticated that they can even make the phone number they're calling from appear to be the actual number of the agency they're pretending to represent. So you've got to be really careful. You know, if the phone call was legit, the information will be on file, but the government won't call you. Uh, They'll send you a certified registered piece of mail or show up on your doorstep, but they're not going to call you. (laughs) Right. Right. Sue, what's the next one? Well, the next common con is the grandparent scam. Now, often the scammer will call an older person and say, Hi, Grandpa, do you know who this is? And once the grandpa throws out a name, the fraudster says yes and pretends to be that person. And from there, it's off to the criminal races. I mean, the crook will request money for an unexpected expense like a car repair or overdue rent. They'll ask the grandparent to promise they won't tell anyone. 
And because these scammers typically ask to be paid by wire transfer or gift cards, once the money's gone, it's generally gone for good. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Uh, and you know what's worse is that I fell for that one and I don't even have any grandkids. No, <laughs> Tony. <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't fall for that, but I don't have grandkids yet. Um, uh, but, you know, I think, again, I'm hearing this and, you know, talk to a professional. You know, if you think you're, you've been scammed, uh, let whatever company it is know, uh, get a hold of them directly or uh, talk with a financial services professional. I know you guys can be a good resource for people out there because uh, for your clients, if, if you believe somebody's trying to get money from you when it comes to your money, uh, you guys have, have heard it all. You can probably help them smell a rat from a mile away and let them know if it's uh, legit or not. Well, exactly. That's yeah. that, 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 you know, we've had that happen before where clients have called in right. with questions about those types of things. <laughs> sure. And, you know, we can usually help them head that off of the past yep. before it gets too, uh, yes. you know, too, too, uh, too seedy, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Now, uh, let's next take a look at Medicare scams, um, because almost every American 65 or older automatically receives Medicare. Scammers already have an easy in on uh, to try their con. Now, in this scam, the crook will typically pose as a Medicare representative requesting personal information like a social security number, date of birth, bank account information, or something similar. But ask yourself why someone from Medicare would be calling you for your birthday or social security number. After all, if you're already enrolled in Medicare, isn't it obvious that they already have your personal information? If something feels off during a conversation, it probably means something really is off. So definitely make sure that you stay guarded in those types of phone calls. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, you don't want to give out information over the phone. Uh, like, like you said earlier, hang up and call back probably. Right. And use your exactly. gut. I mean, your gut is a powerful tool. If, if your instinct tells you something isn't right, trust your instinct because any legit business or organization is going to have no problem with you verifying what they're telling you or calling them back uh, from a number that you look up. Well, that's right. And, you know, computer tech scams are another big one we hear more often about. Oh, yeah. Now, in this one, the scammer preys on the fact that some older folks feel intimidated by modern technology. So when you're working on your computer, a pop-up message or even a blank screen will suddenly appear telling you your device needs repair. Now, when you call the number that's given to you, the crook will either request remote access to your computer or will demand payment for a repair. Now, if you receive this message and you're not comfortable dealing with it yourself, turn off your computer and ask a trusted family member or friend for help because you can also take it uh, to your local repair service, too. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. And in fact, a local computer repair service, is, they're usually trustworthy and can help you with that. Uh, now, we should take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Well, just a reminder for our listeners that when it comes to planning for retirement and navigating scams and all of these different things, they do not have to do it alone. That's what we're here for. So you can give us a call to chat anytime at 715-355-4445, or you can go to our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com. 
Dot-com. Check out all the resources that we've got out there, and you can even book that complimentary no-obligation consultation right there on the website, so it makes it very simple to get that second opinion review on your current financial situation. All right, sounds good. And listeners, this is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, and we'll be right back. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Financially Speaking. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our hosts, Sue and Cole. Now... Guys, you've been talking about some of these common financial scams that people often fall victim to and what we can do to protect ourselves from them. I think it's been a great one. And I imagine this is a scary topic for some people to hear just how common some of these scams are. And we've probably all gotten the calls or gotten scam emails. Um, But the good news is with a little research and due diligence, you can help protect yourself and your money from these scams. So Uh, What's the next financial scam you want to talk about? Well, the next con uh, that the National Council on Aging article mentions is sweepstakes and lottery scams. Now, this one I'm guessing many of our listeners are somewhat familiar with because it's a scam that tends to get a fair amount of media attention. Now, in this scheme, fraudsters tell their would-be victim that they've hit a big uh, lottery or sweepstakes, but they need to make a payment to unlock the prize. Now, it's common for the victim to be sent a check that looks legit, but a few days after deposit, the check is revealed to be worthless. But guess what? The crooks have already made off with the money you paid them, and you're also on the hook for any fees that may come along with that bounced check. Yikes. And and you know what? I I know that 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 scam is out there, but I I actually two weeks ago uh, got a call, a message on my voicemail on my cell phone uh, that ties into this. That was a sweepstakes of fraud and scam. Uh, It's a little different, but somewhat similar. It was a uh, very professional sounding uh, woman's voice uh, left a message, a recording that said, Hi, Anthony Shore. Uh, This call is to notify you that you have won the Publishers Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. You are one of our winners, and you've won $1.5 million. And you need to call this number, give us some info in order to collect your money. And I immediately knew that's probably a scam, so I I deleted it. But the funny thing is, is I never... Uh, enter the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but guess what? I actually did this year. I filled that thing out and no sent kidding. it in. So maybe wow. they got the, maybe they somehow intercepted, intercepted the, it, right. the list of who's, or figured out who's actually sent that yeah. thing in. So uh, I actually went online and looked on the official publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes, and they have mm-hmm. a whole section there talking about there are, uh, there's a, it's a common scam right now. And for people who have entered to get this call, and they say they will never call you. They only contact you two ways, a certified mail, registered mail that you have to sign for, or they'll show up at your door, just like the government. So uh, if you get a call from any sweepstakes, just hang up because 
yeah, they're going to contact you in other ways. So I just thought I'd share that because that just happened to me two weeks ago. So it's funny yeah, we talked crazy. about that now. And and once again, I, I want to remind people: work, you know, call your financial services professional. Do research on your own, like I did, right? Exactly, exactly. Yep we we actually had a client that fell victim to that and yeah. ended up sending in a check. Oh no! Luckily, luckily, we were able to cancel the check yeah. before it was cleared. Ooh, so that's we good. we ended up. I mean, but she had to close her bank account and open a whole new bank oh, account, and it mess. was this whole process. But it was that exact same thing. She was getting a brand new Mercedes Benz, a million dollars, and you know they were bringing <laughs> her course. the balloons and the whole nine yards. Awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, you can't be too careful with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, the next common form of elder fraud is uh, robocalls and phone scams. Now, using the latest technology, scammers dial a huge volume of households around the world. And once they have somebody on the line, there's a number of ways for them to try and rip people off. So they may tell you that your car warranty is expired and you need to re-up while others uh, say something like, can you hear me? And once you say yes, they'll hang up. And from there, they'll use your recorded voice to authorize fraudulent charges on stolen credit cards. And if you think you may have fallen for this one, reach out to your bank, your credit card companies and your financial services professional to alert them of the potential fraud. Yeah, if in doubt, reach out. And, you know, exactly. the problem is you may not know you've been scammed until after the scam is completed. But uh, right. again, the financial companies involved or or your financial planner, your financial professional like yourself, Sue and Cole, uh, can help people get ahead of that situation. That's right. And, you know, romance scams are the next fraud situation that older folks should be keenly aware of. Now, this is pretty straightforward con job in which the scammer hits internet dating sites seeking out victims. Now, they're using fake profiles and social media accounts. The crook will seek to exploit their mark's loneliness. Now, the fraudster will often claim to be living overseas, will ask for money to cover the cost of visas, medical emergencies, and travel expenses to come visit the mark. Now, because this tends to be a long-term scam, the bad guys can often get a lot of money before they vanish. In fact, the article notes that in just 2019, the Federal Trade Commission estimates estimates that seniors lost about $84 million in romance schemes. Oh, and that's a disgusting one. That That's particularly despicable because... It ex- yeah, I think it exploits hard. the fact that uh, a lot of seniors probably live alone and maybe their kids and grandkids may not be able to spend a lot of time with them or because right. they moved away. Right. And and that means they, they can be isolated or lonely. And so uh, I just think that's that's a terrible one. And so if, if, there, yeah. if you have a, an elderly person in your life or a family member who you love, make sure you reach out to them often with a, even a simple phone call so they know you're okay and that you know they're okay, and they know you're thinking about them. Right. Right. That's a, that's a great point, Tony, and, uh, and that uh, is definitely an important thing to do. Now, the next common scam, um, internet email and text message fraud, is a doozy because there's just so many different ways that scammers can use it. Now, as we noted earlier in the show, because some older folks aren't entirely comfortable with technology, they've become uh, marks for this peculiar, uh, particular fraud, I should say. 
Now, um, we already addressed the pop-up window computer scam earlier in the show, so let's take a moment to look at email and text message phishing scams. Now, different kind of phishing, PH, not F, so <laughs> right. <laughs> there's no phishing pole required yeah. for this one. But with this particular con, the, the scammer crafts a message that looks nearly exactly like something you'd, you'd receive from a company or a business that you trust, requesting your personal information or asking you to update your credit card payment. They'll then use the information that you've uh, given them to steal your personal and financial information. Like with, with phone scams, uh, don't feel like you need to respond immediately. Now, if you get an email or a text from your bank or credit card company, but something about it just doesn't seem right, find their contact number and give them a call. They'll be able to tell you right away whether that me message um, is legitimate or not. And don't forget that your bank, credit card companies, and other institutions work for you. You don't work for them. The least they can do is answer your questions and address your concerns if you think somebody might be scamming you. Yeah, exactly. And once again, it's all about uh, instinct. Trust your instinct. Trust your gut on these. And some of those phishing messages are so good, you're sure they're the real thing. Uh, I've, I've been fooled before. I think everybody has as far as, you know, at first glance, like, oh, yeah. And then you, you stop. You have to stop and think about it, research and I mean, but how often does a completely random message ask you for personal information make sense? Right. Not often. So right. uh, don't ever do it. Just uh, just delete it. They'll they'll find another right. way or you'll figure it out. But don't 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 give out that information. So uh, let's take another minute to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Cole. Well, Tony, they can give us a call anytime at 715-355-4445. And, of course, that's to reach uh, both of our offices, Wassa or Eau Claire. And uh, they can visit our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbushka.com. We've got all sorts of tools and resources out there. So make sure you spend a little bit of time on there. And, uh, and of course, if you'd like to book that complimentary consultation, you can do that right online on the website. Just click that yellow Book Now button. All right. Sounds good. Now, you guys have been talking about some of these common scams and frauds uh, that uh, uh, that are out there and that target elderly victims, and I think that's just terrible. It's despicable, really, um, and how we might be able to better protect ourselves from this. Uh, what do you have for us in our final segment here, Sue? Well, Tony, now that we've taken a close look at some of the common scams out there, we're going to switch gears just slightly and discuss how you can better protect your financial accounts from the outlaws who are looking to rip you off. Now, there was a Forbes article entitled, How Secure Are Your Financial Accounts and How to Protect Yourself? And it has some really useful and extremely user-friendly information. Now, as the article explains, constant vigilance is essential because con artists are doing anything possible to stay one step ahead of the good guys. For example, Synthetic IDs are becoming increasingly common. Now, with this scam, the crook combines public and stolen uh, data to create a synthetic identity that can be so good it passes facial recognition. Wow. Uh, some of the technology uh, behind some of these scams is crazy. I'm going to get heartburn just thinking about that one. Uh, so, <laughs> right. yeah, when it comes to protecting our accounts, though, uh, what's the first thing that you'd recommend? 
Well, the first thing is to make sure that you're aware of all of your various accounts. Sounds pretty simple, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> but I can tell you from my experience working with clients that it's easier than you may think to forget about an account. I've done it. Yeah, yep. I, and we all have at one point in time or another. Now, once you have a full roster of your accounts and their locations, you can move on to more concrete security steps like multi-factor authentication. Now, many banks, credit card companies, and other financial institutions provide this option. Uh, one of the more common ways to provide multi-factor authentication is through text message. So with this uh, method, you're going to enter your password, but before you're logged into the account, you'll receive a text asking you to confirm that you're the person attempting to access the account. Now, while it may take a few seconds longer to get into your account, this kind of step may go a long way in keeping your accounts much safer. Now, earlier in the show, you guys were talking about uh, different kinds of financial fraud that are out there, and we noted working with a financial services professional uh, can help protect you from these scams, right? Well, that's exactly right, Tony. Savvy financial professionals know that part of their job is to make sure that their clients are as confident about their assets as possible. Uh, using a password manager and getting out of the habit of using the same password over and over is another solid step when it comes to keeping your money more secure. There are many programs out there that um, can use long and elaborate passwords for every one of your account the program remembers on your behalf. Some have free versions that you can try out before bumping up to the premium version, which usually comes with a small monthly cost. Well, yeah, and I've used a password manager. And, and since I have, I've got to admit it's a game changer because I was in the habit of using uh, the same password on multiple sites for multiple things right. so I could remember it, like we've all done. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> right. and, well, I thought it was a fairly elaborate password and had some unique characters. The reality is that using it on multiple sites it makes you more vulnerable to fraud. That's right. And paying for online purchases with a credit card rather than your debit card is another wise security step. Remember, it's possible that you might be on the hook for up to $500 in charges if your debit card is used fraudulently and you don't report between two and 60 days after your statement was sent to you. Now, on the flip side, if you use your credit card instead, you'll only be responsible for $50 in bogus charges. Additionally, many credit cards already offer zero fraud liability policies. Yeah, and that's you're right. Credit cards do have that fraud protection, whereas uh, check cards and cards that are associated to your directly to your bank account, uh, that puts your money in a worse, it makes it more vulnerable. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I have one card with great perks that I charge everything uh, to throughout the month. And then when my bill's emailed to me, I pay it off in full. That way, not only do I get more security and I'm protected against fraud, fraud but I rack up perks that matter to me. Uh, now, we're almost out of time for today's episode. Is there anything else you want to add, Cole, before we go? Well, Tony, just one final reminder that, of course, we are available as a resource for all of our listeners when it comes to these types of questions and concerns that they may have about their plan. And so they should definitely give us a call at 715-355-4445 or go to our website, retirewithbushgood.com, to schedule that complimentary, no-obligation consultation. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sue and Cole. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. 
Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.